24th episode guess what i am i'm i'm turning 25 this month one quarter of the way to 100 i'm becoming what they call a mid-20 old density of aging <laughs> uh, okay it's perfectly all right being 25 no it's perfectly not all right am i doing what i want or have i accomplished nothing hold on there's a name for this feeling and it doesn't sound very friendly ever heard of the quarter life crisis yes that familiar feeling of anxiety over the direction and quality of your life a period of uncertainty and questioning oh yes very relevant to us now reading or not we are going to talk about you life Nice, Cindy. I love the whole acting spiel you did. Put some spice in the intro. All right. <laughs> so I want to start by just defining what a quarter life crisis is for those out there who don't know what a quarter life crisis is. Because I just found this term last month. A quarter life crisis is a period of uncertainty, aimlessness, and disillusionment that occurs in your mid-20s and early 30s. And stressors such as job searching, new living situations or relationships and major life decisions can contribute to quarter life crisis. So that's the definition. And this period of my life right now, this definition defines everything. I mm. am in the middle of job searching. You know, I came back from China. So new living situations. These are major life decisions I made and it's affecting my current situation. So I just feel so lost and so confused. Every day I wake up and I just feel like, oh, what am I doing with my life? Am I aiming? for things that I want. I'm jealous of other people that have their life figured out and seeing everybody achieving and going up the ladder per se. There's all these emotions and sometimes it can reflect on your decision making. Did I mention on this podcast about my toxic job? I think I did, right? Or no? No, really. I think that was no. okay, too well, short of a period. Oh yeah. <laughs> so like I had a toxic <laughs> job that I only worked for a week and I rushed into that that job without seeing the red flags, without asking the right questions, because I was in a quarter life crisis, I wanted to be validated, I wanted my quarter life crisis to be over. So I just rushed into everything without choosing wisely or thinking wisely about anything. Now, after some time being in this quarter life crisis, I just have to keep on reminding myself, you know, what I'm grateful for and what I want, like truly want and not to settle for anything less because I'm feeling this way. And just like, you know, take a step back and appreciate the little things in life. Yeah, appreciating the small things in life. I mean, it's easier said than done, but I totally feel all the emotions on that process. You're thinking like, especially the question, am I doing what I want in life? And is this the stage that I want to be right? now and is 
this heading the way that I want to be? There's like, there's so many questions that you haven't really thought of, you know, when you were a student, for example. Now it's really kind of the defining moment is what you assume it is, <laughs> you know? I think mm-hmm. we all assume this is the defining moment for ourselves. But then for those older than us, they always see us as somewhat younger. And they always say, oh, you have lots of time. But I don't think that's very reassuring for people like us who feel like we're supposed to be making something about ourselves. And especially now that I am going to be 25, which is exactly quarter of a life. Now I'm starting to feel I can't use early 20s as an excuse for mm. anything that I make. Let's say, you know, if I make a mistake or make a stupid decision, I feel like I've passed that stage where I can say I'm I'm young. I'm just experiencing things. I feel like I'm supposed to get better at this. I'm supposed to be like a young adult mm-hmm. is the feeling that I'm getting right now. I actually asked my mom about this preparing for this episode. And she was saying like, yeah, quarter life crisis is surprising. Not a lot of people know about it, but it is something that even her age, they experience. And it's mainly because at this stage in life, you have two main obstacles you need to get over. One is your career. Are you working in the place you want to be? Is this your, you know, the right career for you? And then the other main obstacle is relationship, like finding the partner. At this critical moment, like these two became like always like battling with each other. And you want to get the best of both worlds, but it's very difficult. I have to say, it's not like I know the answer to all of this, but this is exactly the kind of feeling you Mm. get at this stage in life. I know, that's Mm. how I feel. Yeah, I mean, I feel you, Cindy. Looking back, I think my quarter life crisis, it's like in a state where I feel like I'm so young at times, but I feel like sometimes I'm so old. So Mm. at times I'm like, I've done this my whole life, I can do it. But at the same time, when I face something that's new, I feel like a child again. And sometimes I feel I'm not excited for anything like you know the adults being more mature and more emotionless about everything but at the same time I feel like I want to express emotions and I want to be really happy like reach the point of tears of joy just happiness that youthful innocence exactly laughing and smiling at the moment you know yeah I want that it's like a mix of these two that's kind of in my head and this thought of like I'm doing everything but also I'm doing nothing I feel like we're in the verge of both worlds kind of confused at the same time but I think I know what I'm doing that defines my quarter life crisis the state of being neither and just dealing with whatever comes at you so right. <laughs> I agree by state of neither do you mean that so you want to accomplish these two battles find something you like to do find a potential like relationship but you're just waiting for that wave to come instead of heading like as a surfer towards that wave mm. Kind of more like work. I know what I'm doing and Mm -hmm. I'm very comfortable in that environment in a sense. Like I know what I'm doing. I can take charge of everything that's in my life. But then there comes a time where it's like, I don't know, let's plan for a trip. And then you feel like a child again. Or like you have to move to a new house abruptly. I feel like, oh, I don't know what to do. I need my parents' advice to do something. Like sometimes even Mm. buying a piece of clothing, I'm like, mom, I need your input. (laughs) All these small things I feel like I can't handle. But like the big things I feel like I can't handle. So it's like, I still need my parents, but sometimes I don't. Ah. I'm in the state of neither. I think mine's slightly different. If you say two battles, one I'm currently good at is probably the career, the work aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And that I feel this is something I can handle. This seems to be something that fits me really well. I've always wanted to be a detective since childhood. And this is a job that also does a bit of detective analysis work. Seems to be like a very good fit. So in that aspect... I'm 
like heading in the right direction. But then in my personal life, that's different. I feel like I have no control. Like I don't have any management of it. Some people, for example, like our classmates, they already know where they plan to live in the future, their resident area, you know, or they already know like I need to have a child by this age and they need to be in this region. You know, I don't even have any of that thought. I don't even think of like my visa, which some people, you know, start thinking about because for visa or especially for long like residence permit or something like that, you need to plan ahead actually because some countries require you to be in the country for maybe like four or five years and you need to plan for that. But I don't even have that thinking in my head, you know, right now I'm just living, just living through this process and just, okay, you know, nothing's broken. So I'm not going to fix it or I'm not going to plan ahead. And I'm just like going to work because that is the one thing I can control. Yeah, I really like, I had also a career because right now I'm in a Trojan war with myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like at least Trojan I'm war. like riding a horse, you know, yeah. I'm riding a horse and I just need to find a partner and a living place. I'm, I'm like, a soldier without riding. any weapons and I'm heading into a clash of these two battles. Oh, I think man. like if I had a career, yeah, I, I would have just focused on my career because then I don't want to worry about the other half. But right now, since I don't have a career, don't have a relationship, I'm like trying to juggle both. I'm job searching and I'm trying to download mm-hmm. these, you know, hinge apps and trying to meet new people because some part of me needs to want to find like, I don't want to say a constant variable in life, but something that is stable. new or yeah, something mm-hmm. that is new or stable or something that can change my current situation because I feel like I'm doing nothing and then like this quarter life crisis anxiety is piling up Mm. I mean what I did change is I went out of my comfort zone I went to a new state flew all the way to the west coast for five days to travel and be in a new environment Mm -hmm. mostly I was there to scout to see if I would like it there it really helped I guess like it gave me motivation once I came back just seeing other people thrive I was just like yeah I need a I can't live like this anymore you know I need to regain my motivation I need to regain my ambition to do something about it Mm -hmm. so yeah I think a solution for like if you're dealing with quarter life crisis one way is to really get out of your comfort zone buy that plane ticket to somewhere and just heal yourself mentally like see people and just travel for like a few days and then come back and rethink about your life give you like ambition and motivation yeah Mm -hmm. because I'm basically doing the same thing I'll be flying over to Korea for a few days and I think it's the feeling of searching for like something stationary something that you can really rely on that could be family or friends trying to find that stability helps with quarter life crisis management (laughs) and it's like going back the path so something that was very stable and just something from the childhood so I think that's what I'm searching for and that's why I'm going on this trip because I just need to step away from everything and just chill like relax and look back I love the advice both of you bring and I also want to point out that surprisingly despite each of us if you can say suffering with our anxiety on like certain aspects of our life right now I think what's really amazing is like each of us kind of knows how to address it in some way whereas before let's say you know when you're a teenager or when you just head into university you don't really know how to address your let's say your stress or the depression you have because you're experiencing right in that moment and you get caught up in it so much but now I feel like we've reached a stage where we know a little bit about ourselves we know like okay right now you're not happy one way is to get out of the situation that you're in or sometimes you know there's certain people you can hang out with that's going to make you feel better you know such as this chat
chat right now. <laughs> it really helps these meetings we have with each other. It's like my own safe space for certain mm-hmm. feelings that I have that I'm happy to share with both of you. And it's just I know that that helps me. And I think each of us we've reached that stage where we know, okay, I have this problem. I need to address it. And then you find methods for it. And I guess that's maybe one of the benefits of reaching the quarter mm-hmm. life is that you know a bit more about yourself. Mm-hmm. I was watching, I think, based off of the YouTube algorithm, a video popped up on my dashboard. And this guy was talking about what you need to do to make yourself happy in the future. One of the factor is social life. He said that as you get older, your social life decreases because of a lot of conflicts in life, you won't be able to talk to your friends anymore. And there are many changes, Mm -hmm. right? Uh He said you have to put an effort and maintain your friendship. If you start to lose that, you show signs of like early dementia and Alzheimer's. Do you know that? I didn't even know that. Mm. And like affects your mental health really badly. So for the people who are in quarter life crisis, you know, some might just want to shut everybody out. I would suggest to seek out those friends, put some appointments on your schedule because then not only you're improving your mental health, but maybe you will find insights that you never, you know, by just sitting by yourself at home. Mm. Yeah. I was so surprised that without social connection, without like that friendship, you can get dementia early and Alzheimer's early. Well, now that you mention it, I do feel it is quite dangerous. Like I've been in that situation where I have temporarily removed myself from people. Mm -hmm. And I think when I got out of it, I realized like I was overthinking a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. I was over reading situations. The person that you wanted like some attention from, let's say, maybe that person was just, you know, busy with other stuff. Or maybe they didn't really like disregard you. They were just like, oh, this is how we usually are. They don't show too much emotions. But then at that sensitive time in my life, I would overread it. And I would think, oh, this person doesn't want to be close friends with me. You know, like I suck at socializing. And I did temporarily block myself, remove myself from everyone. But instead of feeling better, I just felt much worse. And yeah, it was quite deep. I call this as like filling up the bottle with water, Um, like the water depression. That's how I feel. Mm -hmm. But you know, there are times where the water would overflow. And at least for me, thank God that does happen. Like the water overflows, I can empty it and then I can start again and feel better again. But I'm just imagining if that water bottle just has no end, like bottomless and water just keeps filling it up, then yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if some deep mental illness comes up from it. As the only introvert in this (laughs) podcast, I do enjoy separating away sometimes from friendships. But I remember when I was, I guess, in that dark hole or something. Yeah, like Cindy said, I tend to overthink a lot because I'm just with my thoughts and they just continuously build on top of you Mm. but I think one thing that helped when I was in this slump was I started cleaning my room like you just get your body moving like simple things like cleaning a room organizing things throwing out the trash also midnight walks help because even though you are with your thoughts I feel the breeze and the mood you know that you get when it's nighttime and when everyone's sleeping I think that's the best time to just free your mind and just walk around yeah that definitely helps and just reorganizing your thoughts just cleaning out that dump of water that you have just built up so mm. yeah try cleaning your room try going for a walk they say you get your mind off of this doing other stuff yeah <laughs> i mean i started watching anime so that does help <laughs> i i don't know for me like yeah and doing all this does help but like i think for my personality because i've been doing this for the past seven months oh, so coming true. to my 
hobbies and likes that I use it as an excuse to refrain myself to try anything new. And <laughs> I'm worried that coming mm. back to my same environment. So when I went to San Francisco to, you know, take a mental vacation, right. mm-hmm. being at the new environment really motivated me. I was like, yes, when I come back, I'm really gonna try something new. I'm gonna apply for jobs that's out of my comfort zone, you know, go to different states, live maybe a different life. Mm-hmm. I'm really gonna try because I just need a new environment to improve this feeling. But then when I came back, back to this environment again, I'm slowly like coming back to that version of myself before I went mm-hmm. to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And I'm succumbing to my likes. I'm watching dramas. I'm re-watching a lot of stuff because part of me is afraid. And part of me don't want to take those challenges because again, mm-hmm. I'm back to this comfort state. And then mm-hmm. that whole quarter life crisis anxiety came back again. Like when I was in San Francisco, it dwindled away because it gave me hope. It gave me motivation. And now that I'm back, same environment, it's coming back to me, especially when job mm-hmm. rejections occurred. Because I applied every single day when I received these job rejections, plus this anxiety, it makes me feel like, oh, am I making this right choice? I don't know, applying to these random jobs. <laughs> well, not random jobs, the jobs that I could do. And then like Being with rejection. rejection adding to this, it just really makes me feel like less confident. It makes me just want to huddle in a corner and just watch my drama and don't want to deal with life. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> but don't do that, guys. <laughs> Listen to me out there. Don't do what I'm doing. I'm working on this. Me, it's just like I'm so bored of this routine. <laughs> so now I'm trying to add new spice. Like I just downloaded a new app for Chinese reading. I'm like, okay, maybe I should just improve my Chinese or or something like that. You know, just give myself something to do. Otherwise, it is starting to feel repetitive about me my personality is i can't handle something for too long like repetition never works for me (laughs) and that is one of the struggles i had when i was a student to be honest this podcast is also one of our ways of getting our head out because this podcast doesn't make any money we have no actual purpose to do this but to just talk with one another and just come together and just chat and people do ask me why i do this podcast and my long answer is just to to keep contact with these two girls and just them know what's happening in my life peek into their lives get me some motivation going mm-hmm. something to look forward to in the week doing things without purpose yeah of course this yeah. podcast is just about you know us chatting but it doesn't have any like materialistic aim yeah. the older you yeah. get it, the more rare it is because some people just approach you literally for some benefit and sometimes you get sick of it you know and it's mm-hmm. just doing things like this without a purpose but at the same time you have two other people who are doing it without a purpose too makes you feel (laughs) very safe (laughs) and it really helps and sometimes it's just good to have a second person or third person opinion on your situation I mean you know like and your situation like both of us know and both of us help you out and I think the reason why you're able to still stay sane until Mm. now after seven months I'm pretty sure part of it is our effect (laughs) yes we always oh my god without this (laughs) podcast I will probably go really insane i agree with han doing something doesn't have to always give you benefits in life it can just help you mentally Mm. it's therapeutic and that's what you also need to seek out i'm playing guitar i have a guitar that's sitting in my basement i brought it back up again because i was like i gotta relearn some taylor swift songs because if somebody asked me to perform any taylor swift songs i can (laughs) so i'm relearning guitar (laughs) 
I bought a backstage, which is like subscription account for newly actors and actresses that want to do commercial or modeling stuff. I bought one month of it. I'm applying to some gigs and jobs just to think about who knows, you know, who knows if I get like a voice acting gig or like a commercial gig. Yeah. Just try it. It doesn't hurt to try. So that's what I did. Just investing in myself, trying something new without any goals or aims. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, and I'm yeah. telling you. You don't feel it right now because you're in the crisis yourself. Mm-hmm. But from outsiders, Han and I are really commending on you that despite the situation you're in, you are actually constantly doing something new. Just like what you said just now with all these gigs yeah. and stuff. Like, hey, you know, there are people out there who actually don't even move. They're still stuck in that situation. They don't even do anything. I mean, you might feel like that, but you're already in a better mm-hmm. position than that. And I think soon enough you're gonna be move ahead, and this would be a memorable recording for you. <laughs> yeah, memorable chapter of my life. I just gotta remember that even though I view this as a quarter life crisis, the other perspective is this is the only opportunity to just do something new because you have no obligations to hold you back. You have no mm. job, you have no mm-hmm. partnership, or family, yeah, <laughs> or partner. Like this is the only duration of my time where I can just do whatever, and I, and I need to challenge myself because once you get that job, once you get that relationship, that constant variable, then you need to like set. You can't just do something completely out of your field. You know why I got inspired to do acting again? Because there's this Netflix show called Beef. This Korean American actor called Young Mazzino. <laughs> He's like 34, <laughs> and he just got his fame. He's been in this industry for so long, and he just kept on trying, kept on trying. His parents was against this, and then. At the age of 34, he finally got his fame. It's like, wow, that's so crazy to just keep trying at this. So that's why I bought the backstage pass. I was, you know, I'm in the stage where I I can go to these shoots if need be because I have no obligations. So might as well try. (laughs) You know, to all the listeners out there, you guys might be in your quarter life or your midlife crisis or whatever point you may be in. Just know that we're all in this together. Everyone once in their lifetime goes through this point in life and you just have to sometimes step back and look back at where you are and you might be actually surprised how far you've come and how many grand things that you have created and just don't give up on this fight on finding things that you like to do because you don't know what beautiful creations or beautiful people you'll meet and they might be your life's best connection or your life's beautiful creation so just never give up and sometimes just do it for the fun of it because you really never know like Han said challenge yourself and try new things so thank you guys for tuning in today's episode quarter life crisis and if you haven't please subscribe like and leave a rating for banana corn and recommend this to all your family and friends and follow us on instagram banana corn pd and come back and join us on our next episode this is us bye bye, bye. Happy birthday, Cindy! (laughs) Thank you!